And now, breaking news from migraine sufferer Whoopi Goldberg about Nurtec ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams. I got big news. Now Nurtec ODT is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. This is big time. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety information, prescribing information, and patient information, visit Nurtec.com. Ask your doctor about Nurtec today. Nurtec, baby. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Deezer. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camillus Golf Club, your State Farm agent Matt Graham, and our terrific friends over at Bryant and Stratton College. Great time now to be a Bobcat. Academics, athletics, and excellence at Bryant and Stratton College, the official college of the ML Sports Platter. Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse has two awesome locations. If you're in and around Central New York looking to change jobs, start somewhere fresh, or even just coming right out of high school, for that quick degree, they can help you out. In Liverpool on Route 57, and of course, James Street in Syracuse as well. Excited to bring my buddy Chris Chinas onto the program here. What a successful career in media. Currently a multi-platform marketing manager at SNY. He's a former communications and marketing manager at Tri-City Valley Cats, uh, that terrific baseball team and organization. Uh, I loved going to games at the Joe uh, when I was in the Capital Region, and uh, they've just got such a great following. And uh, we're going to talk a little baseball. We're going to talk a little bit about his career and uh, and get into whatever else we can here with uh, with my friend Chris Chinas. Chris, welcome in, buddy. It's uh, really great to have you aboard here. Thanks for thinking of me, Mike. Appreciate it. No doubt about it. Um, we were just talking a little bit off air, but but let's get get on air here with 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 the first thing, and it's the Traverse Stakes, man. I, I tell you. That is just such a, a special day out in Saratoga, man. And I know you enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like Saratoga in the summertime. And and, and, and it culminates with the Traverse. And uh, what, a, what a great day. It always is, usually, whether it's the even if the weather's not great. It's always just a good day to be there with the atmosphere. And uh, you get to see some great horses and essential quality, obviously, this year. Mm-hmm. Was tremendous, a tremendous performance to watch, and I remember being there when Keen Ice upset American Pharaoh. I was there for that too. What an amazing! That was unbelievable. I mean, you're rooting for American Pharaoh, but you know, at the same time, you know, I had a small bet on Keen Ice, so it made me a little more happy after the race, even though American Pharaoh was beat. (laughs) So, but it's great going to the track, as you know, is just is really special. So it's nice to get up there whenever you can. Yeah, it sure is. Okay, so you're with SNY now, right? You're a multi-platform marketing manager. They, I don't know, can they get that into the business card? Is there enough room? Um, what, <laughs> it's what, there. How good. What does it mean? Like, what does that gig mean? Take me through a day uh, at work for you. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, so basically, I'm helping to develop and manage the different ways that you know we're promoting our linear shows, so those on television, and also what we do digitally, all of our digital content. Uh, as you know. SNY is the is the TV home for the Mets, so we broadcast just about 130 games per year uh, for the for the Mets pre and post game, and you know all exclusive coverage of the Mets. Uh, obviously, we also are big with the Jets. Uh, we do their pre and post game show. 
we have over 300 hours of programming for the Jets over the course of the year uh, around the draft, around free agency, uh, during the season, obviously. So, you know, helping to promote those shows. We also have UConn, we're home of UConn women's basketball. So we have UConn women's basketball on our network uh, during basketball season and all that programming around that, uh, as well as different special events that, that, that our network does. Uh, so I started in December of 2020, right, right as the pan- right before the pandemic hit, and we had a, a it's the Connecticut Ice Hockey Tournament, which is the four D1 hockey teams in Connecticut. Uh, we do a, a two day tournament in Bridgeport, and we helped promote that. And that was really when I got thrown into the fire. It was one of the first things I started to do um, was work on that. And then you know, lastly. I also helped, uh, I helped administer our play ball program. So SNY has a play ball program where we give back to local youth leagues in the tri-state area, uh, basketball, baseball, and football. So that's been really rewarding to be able to, to give back to, to youth, youth sports leagues. And I did that a little bit in my prior career when I worked for the Tri-City Valley Cats minor league baseball team. So to be able to still be involved in the community has been a really a, a good a really great aspect of, of the new job for me too. So you you were obviously with the Valley Cats for a number of years, you know, in, in the communications world, marketing manager, etc. C- can you take your current job and then that former job with the Cats? Uh, you know, where's the greatest similarity? Where's the greatest difference? Well, it's a great question. I mean, similar in similarities. Um, you know, I did. I worked a lot on all of our marketing efforts for the Valley Cats. So coming up with media plans, uh, working on what we were going to do on social media. So all of the marketing aspects were very similar. Uh, what I did with the Valley Cats and what I currently do with SNY. Uh, some of the differences are obviously when you work in minor league baseball, you work with a much smaller staff. So, you know, there was 12 full-time employees with the Valley Cats that worked year round. So I had many, many more hats there. Uh, with SNY, uh, you know, I have my hand in different things, but I don't, you know, have to actively, you know, work on as much at once. Uh, there's a lot of team, a big team around you to support all of the different aspects of what you're doing. Um, it's a larger company, so there's challenges there. You have to learn what everyone does, and you have to learn, you know, who to go to for different things. There's obviously the big production aspect of it, you know, everything on air, producers, uh, directors, content managers. So there's a lot of different nuances to working for a large, you know, a, a regional sports network than there was to working with the Valley Cats. But uh, overall, you know, you know, it was a great transition. You learn, you know, you learn a lot in minor league baseball. When you work in minor league baseball, you learn how to do everything, and I think that's really helped me, you know, in, in, in my current job. Chris Cheen is our guest here on the ML Sports Platter, uh, SNY, currently multi-platform marketing manager and some days with the Valley Cats out uh, out in the Capital Region. I, I loved going to those games at the Joe uh, when I was out there some years back and um, have gone to a couple cents, of course. And, you know, minor league stadiums getting close to the action, uh, the atmosphere, the fireworks, the kid activities. Uh, it's, it's a pretty, it's a great world to be in, man. I, I mean, you know, when you look back at the minor leagues, where do you think that minor league baseball, as as baseball as a whole, really has kind of gotten away from? Unfortunately, uh, minor leagues—they've stripped a lot of leagues. Scouting is kind of dead. 
the analytic world and all the rest, but minor league baseball still has such a huge footprint in a lot of spots in America. Where do you think minor league baseball uh, has the greatest impact? There's no doubt minor league baseball has the biggest impact within the communities of, of where the teams are. That's why it was a little tough to see them cut, I believe, 30 or so, 40 oh, teams off of, the, off of the minor league system of affiliated baseball. Yep. Now, with that said, uh, a lot of those teams do still exist and, 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 and join, have joined independent clubs, independent leagues such as the Valley Cats, or have formed new leagues called MLB Partner Leagues, if you know. So the, the MLB, even though they cut 40, they did try to you know, limit the, the impact of, of, of not having baseball by you know, ha- having them join other leagues and be part of a you know, different structure. But with that said, you know, the, the minor league baseball and, and in, any type of baseball in a local community, it's, that's what it's all about. It's, it's jobs. It's their economic engines. Uh, it's an affordable and, and fun night out for, for local families and for things to do. It's not everyone can go to a big league ballpark and spend that, that type of money to go to a big league ballpark. Uh, so what you're doing is you're developing fans of the game. And, and that's what baseball, you know, I think sometimes, you know, they have to think about that and, and be smart because the future of baseball is the younger generation. And the younger generation they develop their, their love of the game by going to minor league baseball games. It's fun. It's a great atmosphere. It's a, you know, it's, it's a fun environment and it really enforces and, and is, is a great way to build the game of baseball. And that's what minor league baseball is all about. And, and it's, it's big. And, and the communities who lost, you know, the unfortunate communities who did end up losing their teams, you know, I feel really bad for them because, you know, I've seen it firsthand how great of an impact it can have. The current situation with with the Mets does it does it affect how you guys approach coverage or anything in terms of you know obviously they you know they're having a tough year there's all sorts of stuff going on with you know Baez and the players and the thumbs down thing and the fans and all that do, do, do you do you get roped into all that or is it just status quo every day? Yeah, it's status quo, Mike. I mean, we we're. You know, it's it's we cover all New York sports, right? So, right. you know, we're we're gonna cover everything, you know, as the news comes across. So, you know, whether it's the Mets or the Yankees or the Jets or or the Knicks or the Rangers or you know, all New York sports, you know, even though we are the net, you know, the Mets, the TV home for the Mets, uh, we really want, you know, we're trying to build that brand of being all New York sports. Uh, you know, we have our our nightly our nightly 11 p.m. sports night show, uh, which is highlights of all New York sports. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's it's really status quo. We just try to, you know, report what's happening and, and give New York sports fans the news, you know, for so they can catch up on everything New York sports. So you're obviously in New York and you're from Troy. You're from the Capital Region. And it's, you know, you, you grow up in the Capital Region. You know you're just a couple hours away from the biggest city of them all, right? And so now you're in it. Um how much do you love it, and how much do you miss home? Well, it's another great question. Of course, when you're uh, at the, I know the answer to one, maybe. When you're at the Travers, you really miss home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's great, Mike, is is it's really the best of both worlds, right? So New yes. York City, it, yeah. it's only three hours away. Um, and when you're down there, you know, I've, I grew up going to the city. I've got family. I, I've had family down there. 
you know, it's not a foreign place to me. So I really, really enjoy the hustle, the bustle, the atmosphere of it. Uh, you know, granted, COVID slowed things down a little bit, but things are coming back. And I do really, really enjoy working and living in that environment of, of the big city. But you miss home for sure. And, and I've got a lot of my friends and all my family up here. So, um, you know, weekend trips to the capital region will happen a lot. And especially during track season. I've been up here many weekends <laughs> and I've enjoyed the track. And uh, I'll continue to do it to, to, for special occasions. But I do miss home. But, uh, you know, there is something special about and energizing about working and living in, in New York City. Couple quickies, and I'll let you run. Yankees playoffs? Do they make it? And what do you think the outlook is if they get there? <laughs> it's great. I mean, it, it was funny to see. As a matter of fact, we posted SNY. I'm going to give a shameless plug. SNY has a really great morning newsletter. You can even read it if you're interested in all New York sports and you want to know uh, what has happened the night before in New York sports. Just log on to SNY.tv, and there's a subscribe button there that you can, you know, subscribe to our newsletter. It's called the Warm Up. So there was a graph in there one day, and it showed the, 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 the how opposite the Mets and Yankees had, where they were in the beginning of the year and where they were at this moment, and the change, how the Yankees started on this big rise and the Mets started on this big decline. Uh, and I say that only because, you know, as, you know, born and raised a Yankee fan, you know, it was kind of disheartening earlier in the year, uh, you know, their performance and, you know, Boone being threatened with his job. Uh, but they really come together. They've, they always had talent on the team, Mike, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm not surprised to see them on a roll. And I, I think they will make the playoffs. I think they'll make a good run. Uh, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a, if it's not a Mets Yankees world series, as I have to say that, if it's not a Mets Yankees world series, I'll, uh, you know, I'll be rooting for a San Francisco giants Yankees world series and, uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, your profile picture on Facebook is—it's it, amazing. I mean, the background, the Trade Center—you know, the Twin Towers right there. Yeah. Um, you can see the Empire State Building on the left there in the background. It's kind of a hazy, maybe day. When, when was yeah. that? And, and uh, that's you in there, right, as a little boy? Yeah. Wow. Um, it's great. I'm glad you brought that up. I was four, about four years old in that picture. Mm. We were at the Statue of Liberty. It was my mother and my sister. And uh, I always, that's what, that is like one of my favorite pictures just because, you know, I look at it now and I see, you know, wow. look, look, even at, at four years old, I was in awe of New York City. You know, I wasn't staring at the camera. I wasn't staring at the Statue of Liberty. I was staring at the city across the river. And, and still to this day, you know, it's, it feels like I was just destined to live and work in New York City. And now I live, oh, I work right in, our building is right in one of the world, the new World Trade Center towers. Not the big one, but we're, I'm right there, you know, near the near the memorial. Um, so, so you know, I think feel like it was just destiny. And I was recently back there with my sister and did like a recreation shot hmm. of that same photo with me looking out at, at Manhattan. But, but today, 30, 36 odd years later or so. It's wild, man. I, those those pictures, you know, you you still get emotional about nine eleven. I mean, it's just never gonna it's never gonna leave us, you know. It's just yeah. not. It's just gonna yeah. be like that. And you see the pictures like that, and you just kind of, it just it just doubles in in sadness, you know. And a big year with the twentieth anniversary yep. year coming up, so it's yep. gonna be you're gonna see a lot on TV, and a lot is gonna be re resurfaced. But uh, you know, it, it goes all saying you never forget, and you don't. It's something you'll never forget where you were or what, what you know what happened on that day. 
So, uh, yeah, that's a special picture. Thanks for bringing that up. No doubt about it. Well, he spent 10 years as a communications and marketing professional in minor league baseball for the Tri-City Valley Cats in the New York Penn League at the time, of course, now doing great work, multi-platform marketing manager for SNY uh, in New York City. Chris Cheen is also a, a good friend of mine. Um, Chris, thank you so much for a few minutes. And uh, man, when, when we're both in the Capital Region or wherever, we got to connect because I haven't seen you in forever, man. It would be really great to catch up, Mike, and uh, keep up the great work with the, with the podcast and all you're doing. It's great to see you doing well, and thanks again for thinking of me. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today with Brian. Head on over to advisors.massmutual.com. Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find Brian Conboy, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. We're also brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Rosie's Corner, Bryant and Stratton College, and our good pals at the Vince Guerra Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally with the Vince Guerra Consulting Group. So I wanted to spend maybe 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, we're only, as you hear this, uh, a week away from the NFL season starting and week one is obviously one of the biggest weeks because it's the start of it. Uh, we've got fans back this year. There's so many things that people are gearing up for Tom Brady, defending his title, starting, you know, playing in the first game. And let's start there. I'm just going to kind of rip through some storylines is, 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 you know, every game has its own kind of talking point, right? Like, the Buccaneers start out, is this team going to be better? Can they win it again? You've got the Cowboys situation going on with Dak Prescott. Will he be healthy? Uh, is it going to be another all-hype year for the Dallas Cowboys, right? You move to the Eagles and the Falcons, and is Jalen Hurts going to be uh, you know, the QB of record there for a little bit? The Falcons kind of with Arthur Smith, the new regime, new head coach. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts, probably the best player in the NFL draft this past spring. Um, you know, they're going for one last run here. They got Kelvin Ridley. They traded Julio Jones, um, you know, Steelers and Bills. I mean, th there hasn't been this much hype uh, around the Bills since probably like 93, um, you know, back in the early 90s with Thomas Kelly Reed and the gang and Bruce Smith and Marv Levy. Um, you know, so they start out right away at one o'clock at home. That probably will be the most wild atmosphere uh, in the NFL uh, week one and, and probably could be that way the entire year. Um, you know, Vikings and Bengals, you've got Joe Burrow coming back from the ACL last year. Uh, how healthy is he? Um, you know, the Lions and 49ers, the quarterbacks are the talking points. I mean, Matt Stafford, uh, you know, is gone. Um, Jared Goff is in. And the 49ers are, you know, the fan base and many others want Trey Lance. Um, so you've got the Jimmy G factor. You've got Trey Lance there. Uh, certainly unbelievable talking points uh, in that game uh, as well. Uh, Cardinals and Titans. You know, last year the Hale Murray happened against the Bills uh, where DeAndre Hopkins caught that ball at the buzzer. And the Bills basically became a dominant team after that, and the Cardinals just fell on their faces. And so... You know, what does this team bring to the table? They spent a ton of money in the offseason, acquisition after acquisition, J.J. Watt among them. And so uh, that'll be a talking point. The Titans, just a couple of years ago, were, what, one win away from the Super Bowl? 
Um, so here they are with Tannehill and Derrick Henry going for another 2,000-yard season. Um, Seahawks, Colts, you know, here we are, right? Like Carson Wentz is in that 5- to 12-week injury window, right? Like will when will he be back? Um, you know, the Colts, I think, need to have a good start to the season for sure. Um, and then you got Seattle, you know, with Russell Wilson and a team that's, you know, a 10, 11, 12, 13 win team every year. Um, but Russell Wilson made some noise in the off season, you know, on the Dan Patrick show about not having enough help. Um, and so I, I think it'll be, uh, certainly something to watch as far as Wilson. I mean, it, it pretty much got dead and buried. They, you know, they added some pieces for him. Um, Chargers in Washington. I mean, I've got my eyes on. I think as many others do, the L.A. offense and, and Justin Herbert, th- th- this could be a team here. This is a rising team. I think with a seventh wild card, um, they could squeak into the playoffs this year. That's a really good football team. And their defense, you know, they're locked and loaded here. You know, they got to stay healthy, obviously. But when you look at this roster, I mean, this is one of the best fi- uh, rosters in football. I mean, you got Justin Herbert playing at quarterback. You've got Austin Eckler. Um, you've got Keenan Allen, you know, you've got a really, really solid offensive line. They just picked up Corey Lindsley, no relation, uh, at center. Um, you know, and then they've got just big time men on defense, right? Like Joey Bosa is coming after the quarterback, you know, and leading the way there. And, um, you know, you go to the secondary and they've got a lot of really, really solid, you know, just veteran um, tight players mixed in with some rookies. I think Asante Samuel is going to be great from Florida State for them. Um, you got Chris Harris Jr. You've got some guy. Derwin James leads the pack. He's only four years into his career. He's one of the best safeties uh, in the NFL. So th- this roster, offense, defense, special teams, uh, veterans, rookies. Uh, you know, I think that they're going to. I think they're going to. They're going to have a really, really, really strong year, and and they've got a really bright future. And by the way. Um, I think, you know, another thing here too, is that, and I don't know if he'll, um, you know, be, be a a long-term head coach, um, in the NFL. Um, but all signs point towards Brandon Staley being the guy. I mean, he's a really, really, really good speaker. He's a leader. You can kind of tell that he's a team bonder. Uh, I think they might've struck with this hire. I really do. And, you know, he, he's he's a, a defensive guy, but played quarterback at Dayton, believe it or not. Um, and so, uh, you know, I just think he's a really, so far, everything I've heard uh, with interviews and, 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 and what camp has been like for the Chargers, I think I think that's going to be a really, you know, I think it's going to be a really good hire for them. So watch out for the Chargers. And then, you know, they're playing one of the best defenses in the NFL, led by Chase Young, another swan song perhaps here for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I don't think Washington football team is going anywhere until they figure out the quarterback situation. Uh, Jets Panthers, you know, here we go into the Zach Wilson era uh, and, 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 and Sam Darnold playing against his former team. I mean, that's clearly the, you know, right at the top of the storyline list for me there. Uh, The Jaguars play against the Texans, a Texans team. that's probably the worst team in the NFL. Uh, Deshaun Watson's situation is still way up in the air. The Jaguars, are starting a new regime. Travis Etienne is out for a long time. Urban Meyer there, Tra- Trevor Lawrence there. Uh, they're you know beckoning on a new era. Uh, the Browns and the Chiefs. You know the Chiefs looking to get back to a third straight Super Bowl. 
Uh, and the Browns, all eyes are on Baker Mayfield because I think this is one of the best rosters in the NFL. They have a lot of cornerstone pieces, uh, much like the Chargers, but I think their cornerstone pieces, um, well, I'm, I'm not going to say better um, because Derwin James is pretty pretty damn good, but you've got, you know, you've got Denzel Ward at corner. They went out and got another corner and Greg Newsom, who's fantastic from Northwestern. He could be a cornerstone guy. Um, but you know, the cornerstones I'm thinking about, you know, Miles Garrett, for example, right? Like Miles Garrett is one of those guys. Um, they're hoping Baker Mayfield turns into that, of course. Um, you know, you've got a cornerstone in Jarvis Landry at wide receiver. You've got Nick Chubb. Uh, this is a really good football team. It's a really good roster, but they got to have a lot more of last year's Baker and then some, uh, than two years ago, Baker, if they want to try and get to a, uh, to a Super Bowl. Um, moving on here, just a few more games to get to in terms of just storylines. I'm going to do my full week one preview, uh, later with, you know, breaking down the games and, and all that sort of thing. My season preview in general, uh, will probably be a part of that. Uh, Dolphins and the Patriots, you know, this is to a tongue of Viola time, right? It's, he deserves his time. He deserves a chance still to succeed there. And, 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 and as you're listening to this, um, we still don't know the starter in New England. They're now all of a sudden not happy with Cam Newton in New England. Uh, Mac Jones has had a very good preseason. He's had a very good camp. So that'll be something to watch there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is staying put in Green Bay. We don't know if he'll stay after this year, but, uh, certainly, uh, will be, uh, Vying for another championship, the Saints have named Jameis Winston the starter. It's the post-Drew Brees era there, and Michael Thomas is, of course, out for quite a while. Uh, Broncos and Giants, Teddy Bridgewater starting for Denver. Um, I think that'll be just about a 500 or under 500 team. Giants uh, rocking and rolling with Saquon Barkley back, and we'll see if Daniel Jones is the guy long-term. Uh, the Bears and the Rams, um, you know, is Justin Fields the quarterback, or is it going to be Andy Dalton up against that crazy, aggressive defense led by Aaron Donald? And, of course, the Rams start the Matt Stafford era, and SoFi Stadium starts things off in California, finally, uh, with fans, right? Like, goodness, that's going to be uh, one of the stadiums, including Vegas, that, uh, you know, not having fans last year really hurt. Chargers start the the, the year in Washington, so... They'll eventually get to SoFi as well. And then Monday Night Football is the Raiders with, you know, the typical John Gruden drama. Um, can they take the next step against the Ravens, a team that I think will be there all year? Uh, I think that's a, maybe an 11-12 win football team. Uh, I think they're going to be a contender uh, to go to the Super Bowl. So those are just some of the week one storylines uh, from, from my seat. Uh, should be a fun year, obviously. This is the ML Sports Platter. It's all brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. Rosie's Corner. Make sure you head on in every single week if you're in and around Central New York for their Fish Friday as well. Mac and cheese available both Thursdays and Fridays. And uh, a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Camilla's Golf Club, Heather Saxton of Hunt Real Estate, and our terrific, terrific friends at Sit Mean Sit Dog Training, Man, do they do a great job or what? Uh, Dave and his team at Syracuse's Best Dog Training. Uh, go check out the website. It's sitmeansit.com. They've got training. They have videos, uh, testimonials. Free consultations are available right now with Sit Means Sit. Give them a ring, 315-437-3647. That's 315-437-3647. Sit Means Sit Dog Training of Syracuse, the best dog training in central New York. Sitmeansit.com. 
and check them out there. You can hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and be on the lookout for my ML Sports takes as well. One minute hot takes all over the social platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, IGTV, uh, Instagram, and of course, uh, anywhere you get your podcast, you can download uh, this thing. Uh, leave those five star reviews and the feedback. It means an awful lot as well. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. O-M-G. Your BFF's birthday is here and you don't know what to get her? No worries. 1-800-Flowers.com has you covered. 1-800-Flowers is the ultimate birthday gifting destination. For those who know, it's not about giving a gift. It's about giving the gift. Make every birthday brighter with exclusive offers and great values on gorgeous bouquets and arrangements. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.